Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of your D1T in 5 for Wednesday, November 10th. I'm Aaron Matus. FIU Athletic Director Pete Garcia is stepping aside after 15 years and will take a new role as Senior Advisor to the President. Panthers Senior Associate Athletic Director Heath Glick will take over as Interim AD. I strongly believe that the new structure in Conference USA, said Garcia, and current changing national landscape in college athletics, this is the right time for FIU to search for a new athletics director who will take FIU athletics to the next level. FIU will also reportedly part ways with football head coach Butch Davis after the season, according to the AP. Middle Tennessee State President Sidney McPhee reaffirms the university's commitment to Conference USA. With the addition of four new members, Conference USA offers a strong footprint in the South and Southwest, providing opportunities to develop new regional rivalries while staying connected to traditional opponents that our fans want. Blue Raiders Athletic Director Chris Massaro. When you weigh it all out, there are a lot of advantages to staying in Conference USA. Our fans, they point more to the South. There was a consensus of that from our fan base. The addition of Liberty helps us competitively in a lot of our sports. New Mexico State brings a lot as well with a lot of their sports. When you weigh that with a real stern commitment from all the presidents remaining to get better, that's the overriding reason. Conference USA Commissioner Judy McLeod. We are very pleased that they have decided to reaffirm their commitment. While several institutions have indicated interest in joining our league, we will use this time to be deliberate and strategic in exploring any potential additional expansion. Yahoo's Pete Thamel reports that Western Kentucky is still open to going to the MAC. They'd always been the more committed of the two exploring options. There's ambiguity if MAC will extend an invite to just one school. Interest by WKU to join remains strong. UNC Wilmington President Jose Sartorelli defends the CAA's decision to exclude James Madison from postseason play. They wanted to leave. We're not against that. That's okay. But you know, people nowadays, they want to have their cake and eat it too. And thank you very much, right? In response to those who argue the decision is anti-ethical to supporting student-athlete welfare, including Duke's AD Jeff Bourne and President Jonathan Alger, Sartorelli counters. When they came in and asked us to vote, they didn't even mention any students whatsoever. None. Zero. There was no concern. I can tell you, it's just an unfortunate situation where people make decisions and they think they don't have any consequences. Meanwhile, the latest from JMU student-athletes petitioning CAA Commissioner Joe D'Antonio to allow them to participate in postseason competition. JMU swimming and diving student-athlete Felicity Ryan tweets that she and her peers delivered our letter and petition with over 1,100 signatures of other collegiate athletes to the CAA commissioner, all institution presidents and athletic directors. CAA championships start tomorrow. We deserve a response. Hashtag athletes unite. Hashtag CAA let us play. NCPA members issued a response to the NCAA's constitution draft proposal. Iowa men's basketball student-athlete Jordan Bohannon. Somehow, the NCAA missed the message from state and federal lawmakers, the U.S. Supreme Court, the U.S. Department of Justice, the NLRB General Counsel, and, most importantly from us athletes, that college athletes are not NCAA property. This is America, and college athletes have rights and freedoms that the NCAA cannot deny. 
Executive Director Ramogi Huma adds, this proposal attempts to package the current and failed NCAA practices of pretending colleges will address athlete abuse and discrimination against female athletes when, in truth, the colleges are the perpetrators of these ills. This is more of the same from the NCAA and it will bring more of the same from us, pursuing governmental action to fight for justice. St. John's President Brian Shanley has identified facilities as the biggest challenge facing the red storm on its path to men's basketball success. We don't have the state-of-the-art facilities that a lot of the other Big E schools have, he said. As you know, there's kind of an arms race in college basketball. We put up a beautiful practice facility while I was at Providence. I think we need to do something here, and we're discussing it here. I hope down the road we're able to get the facilities to where they need to be because they are not there yet. Shanley adds, not if, but when the program gets humming, I think we could play more games at Madison Square Garden because we would be filling the arena. Athletic Director Mike Craig notes the first priority will be improving the day-to-day -day lives of men's basketball and women's basketball student athletes. There is an understanding from the leadership of our university, Reverend Shanley, that we all agree we have to address the day-to-day -day needs of our basketball teams, and that's what's going to take our program to the next level. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the evening standard of your D1TN5 for Wednesday, November 10th. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again in the morning.